everyone welcome back to the sour cream onion podcast sour here i'm cream i'm ann and i'm onion all right it's time to get onion on (laughs) time to get the funny on (laughs) is there a is there a pun i missed there onion no there wasn't really a pun it was a really bad joke um so starting off with some correction from episode seven all right, corrections uh, Cream, and update time. Take it away. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll take it away. From episode three, we said Shadow was characterized uh, as edgy in Sonic 06. This is factually incorrect. Uh, he oh. actually had a much better character in 06. Uh, it was 06 Heroes and um, 06 Heroes and Sonic Adventure 2, where he had personality, and then. Mm-hmm. Shadow the Hedgehog and uh, all the games after 06 that had Shadow in them. He's just Edge. He's just Edge now. Ow. Don't cut Ow yourself the edge. Ow the Edge. Like, he, he used to have, uh, he used to be, like, friends with uh, Rouge and Omega. But, yeah, and um, a mentor to Silver in, in uh, Sonic 06. That was pretty, that was pretty cool. Yeah, thing. but now he's... Uh, yeah. He doesn't have that anymore. Sega is like very explicit now that he works with no one to yeah. solidify his edgy persona. I don't think we'll ever mm-hmm. get old Shadow back. Rip old Shadow. Where's that goddamn old Shadow? Somewhere in these freaking archives. <laughs> ah, Somewhere I cut myself with so many freaking edgy shadows. Uh, so we've started stockpiling ideas for big numbered episodes. Uh, I don't know if we're going to do, like, every 100 episodes or every 50 episodes, we'll have a big special episode. Every 10 episodes? I'm now planning out for that. I mentioned uh, sour cream and onion potato chip reviews. I feel like we should definitely do that for one of our special episodes. Potato chip Uh, reviews. Yeah, it's going to be hot table debate right there. Maybe one of those episodes, I'll finally bother to uh, write down all of my favorite all my favorites list from project diva future tone and i'll actually reveal my favorite songs so pretty much you want to like write like a 12 paragraph one of these days all the stuff that uh we're like one day we'll do it we're 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 storing up those ideas right now and now we're to we'll go on to the the real meat of the podcast delicious yummy meat protein mm, yes yes <laughs> yum 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 <clears throat> Uh, how was Hamilton? How was Hamilton, guys? Was it any good? Uh, Hamilton? <laughs> good. It was good. good. We had a good time. Um, very long. It was very long, but that's how most musicals are, I want to say. It was probably a normal length for a musical. Did yeah. you take a break during the intermission? I went to the bathroom. They had a one-minute It was one minute. <laughs> well, you could pause it. That's what I did. We could, but we, we were watching it like right before the podcast. 
and I knew I was going to need some time to recover after watching something for three hours straight. Oh. I get dizzy watching movies. I can't, I can't do it for too long. The camera work was pretty stagnant for most of the time. It didn't move that much. It there was. Some it was interesting angles and stuff, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, it wasn't bad in terms of uh, in terms of that. Like, I don't think that's what gets me dizzy. I think it's just sitting now, sitting down, staring at a screen for that long while doing nothing. Because I don't get that one. Make you dizzy? <laughs> no, uh, I've never had a game make me dizzy like that. It's only that's really movies. interesting. Which I don't understand because, like, for example, I get dizzy from video games, watching well, video like- games, certain video games. But that's like Portal will make me nauseous looking at it. Oh, Ooh. okay. And like, sense. I forgot which other one. It was Spider Man. Um, watching um, Cream play Spider Man made my head go. I don't like this. Reasonable. That game. You're flying game all over the place. Like, at least it's not Half Life. Out an eye gasm. Yeah. It's so fun to yeah. watch. Um. So smooth. But overall, I think Hamilton was actually a really good um, musical. I wouldn't say it's my favorite musical. Um, it's not, but nowhere it near was my really favorite. up there. Yeah, nowhere near my favorite. Um, but I had a good time. I think I really. It's interesting how small the stage and the set actually was. They didn't mm-hmm. actually have that many set pieces. All of it was relatively the same. Um, my favorite character was King George. King George Obviously. was funny. His fun stage fact: King presence. George. King George is the voice of Kristoff uh, from Frozen. Little mm-hmm. fun nugget for you. Huh. I think you may have Yeah. You know, I will the, kill your friends and family. <laughs> yeah. Imagine like the, if he, he just like <laughs> his little movements, how he walked, the weird yeah. shimmy he did. He did like weird shoulder movements and like his intense eye stare. And I was like, wow, you really just did yeah. that, King George. <laughs> or when like the Hamilton pamphlet came out and he was like, ha ha ha. That's funny for you. My favorite. Like him in the corner. My favorite King George moment was when he was, no, don't change the subject. And he was like spitting all over the place. That was my absolute <laughs> yeah. favorite. Like, I was about to mention something that. Something tells me was that like, wasn't intentional, but if it was, that's genius. That's true. It's actually because um, he, he's um, been on Broadway before doing like um, plays and stuff like yeah. that. He's just a natural spitter. Mm-hmm. That's just something I was also a little fun There was, there was uh, a whole lot of spitting fun all, throughout this, oh. all throughout this musical. When you have a splash zone in the audience. <laughs> um, but still. Everyone get your ponchos on. No, it, um, I, I just really liked his presence on there. Um, Hamilton also did Lafayette was a jam and then thomas jefferson was like just a character yeah it, he was so sassy yeah it was played by the same guy and yeah. um my boy david diggs of clipping he oh, uh yeah. <clears throat> yeah that's his uh he he became famous because of hamilton and he's all of a sudden he started starring in a bunch of roles in films mm-hmm. and stuff like that he's going to be in the new pixar film uh soul Oh, Which, I don't know. It huh. kind of looks like Inside Out, but music this time. But um, wait, didn't? Oh. Yeah, he's going to be in that film, and I'm going. I, I have no idea why I have why no one has decided to completely put this guy on so much more stuff because he's so talented. He's great acting. He's great at rapping. He's really good at rapping. If you listen to clipping, that's where you get to really hear his like his virtuosic virtuoso 
bars upon bars upon bars rapping. That's, That's really fun. good. Yeah. Dancing was also really good. Mm-hmm. The scene where um, Thomas Jefferson comes back to America and he's mm-hmm. just like doing this whole like jazz thing where he with his legs going everywhere. And I was like, oh, my goodness, those knees. Mm-hmm. Just kicking everywhere, and I found it funny how like Hamilton was like, Ugh. everyone else was like, "Yes, my man Jefferson." And he's just like, "I'm back, baby." <laughs> oh, oddly enough, oddly enough, my least favorite performance was Lin Manuel Miranda as Hamilton, just Alexander Hamilton. Honestly, he was all right. He was all right, but I mean, I don't know. he's the lead. So, I don't know, I was, I was expecting a bit more from him. His voice was a little weak. Maybe that's because on the first act, the audio mixing was a little off. At least to me. It could also be the fact that um, it's a recording of a musical and not mm-hmm. actually the experience of being in the musical. Yeah. And, like, that's another thing. Like, it's... I think you mentioned the camera changes and, like, the shifting. Yeah. Um... From that was cinematography of a musical, which is a weird pairing of it, cinematography and musical, because like usually it's meant to be you're sitting in a stage and you're just watching it from yeah. one angle. And so I, it almost feels a little bit weird or mm-hmm. like the musical isn't in its natural state, I want to say. I guess so I can it could see be that. that like his performance is usually better in person. It could be that say I don't know. I well, haven't seen it in person, but in it person. could be a factor in it. Yeah, that could be. Well, if anything, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I'm just going to get this out of the way. I like I said earlier, I sort of thought the mixing, uh, Cream, is the way better audio engineer, and I sort of thought the audio mixing on the first act was a little lacking. At least in my opinion, like um, the the music was a little bit too loud while I couldn't hear the rapping or I couldn't hear the I couldn't hear the singing as oh, well. I agree. Mm. Yeah, I I had to turn on the subtitles because I couldn't understand at all what they were saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a compl- that's a complaint that a lot of people who don't listen to hip hop say when it comes to rap. They go, oh, I can't understand what they're saying because they rap too fast. Well, I go, well, I go, what? You don't know anything about hip hop. And then you come and listen to <laughs> Hamilton where the audio mixing is the thing causing the problem. And I go, what, what are they saying? So, yeah, because when you actually really listen to the performances, uh, especially in Act 2 where the mixing is mm-hmm. a lot better, yeah. um, you, can, you can tell they're enunciating. They're saying their lines really yeah. well so that it's you can just, actually it's tell. It's just a post-production even though, issue. Yeah. yeah. It's just slurring. Someone yeah. should have yeah. probably gone over... I, I, I figured because... It's freaking Disney who's who bought the rights to this for like millions upon millions of millions of dollars. Yeah, and the Backstreet Boys rolled in. They're like, which we gotta like, get this out quick. <laughs> which is like 0.1% of their of Disney's total income. <laughs> <laughs> I have a feeling they would which is a, which is still a lot of money. They prop they should have gone through the audio mixing with a with a better with a fine tooth comb. And I don't know, it just seemed it just seemed a bit off, but then the second act it get it got better, and mm-hmm. the second act, it the second act gets pretty intense at points. Um, it was it got a lot more intense than I thought it would. Like it's not Les Mis or anything where it's like, 
you know, yeah. Les Mis intense, but it's, or Miss Saigon intense, but it does get pretty, uh, does get pretty sad at points. And it did affect me. And actually, when I when saw I this film with my family, and when I was watching it, I was just watching it with like hawk eyes going, okay, that's a nice, that's a nice shot. I like the, I like that verse there. I think the instrumental's cool. <laughs> and something like that. <laughs> Everyone else was humming the music because, because they've been listening to the soundtrack uh, ever since it came out. And I've deliberately blocked myself away from Hamilton just so I could go in blind. And yeah. they started tearing up at the moments where they knew things were going to happen. And I went, well, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> and... I'm- I've listened to the soundtrack before, but I like, I think I never was like, ooh, I'm crying. Like, I never got to that point, even though I've heard the soundtrack before and I knew what was going to happen. I don't think there was a point where I was so emotionally invested to the point where, like, I would tear up. Like, that's also like... Sometimes it takes a little bit, a lot, like, in movies and stuff like that, it takes a lot for me to cry. But yeah. then again, like, Les Mis, that hit. That hit different. Les, Les, Mis, Mis, is my, Les Mis is my favorite musical ever. And I, don't, I guess oh. for some listeners of the podcast, they may think I have pretty terrible taste, but a little. <laughs> a little. I love Les Mis. Honestly, in, my YouTube, in my YouTube recommended, <laughs> my- it says, like, the music of Le Mis, how it's worse than you first thought. And I was like, huh, I never even heard oh, of it. Oh, yeah, so. that's, uh, I believe that's by Sideways. Uh, I saw oh, that. Yeah. That's talking about the 2012 version. He's, he's talking oh, about how great the Broadway version is, but then the, uh, I don't remember what it was, but I, I remember it coming out, the, the, the movie version. So, 2012, I think. It was 2012. Yeah, yeah when the world's about uh, to end. The 2012. Version, because they were having people, they were having people like, because it's a movie. They have people do takes over and over again all day, uh, and they're not using. They're not doing uh, a lot of. They're doing a lot of things very wrong with how uh, people are supposed to be singing, and that's why the singing turned out so bad. Uh, um, I'm gonna sound like the. I'm gonna be the devil's advocate. I actually, I I've, I've held this belief for the longest time but Les Mis 2012 is actually my favorite film of all time <laughs> what oh. sir yeah it is sir but I've not actually seen it but I do I do suggest you watch the video because like I've the seen things every, they were... I know every single problem with that movie in, in not fact, about the problems but the behind the scenes I know about the behind the scenes I know everyone's saying live I know they had to do their parts over and over and over again. I know at one point someone's holding a scroll and, it, and in the next shot, it's gone. <laughs> but but uh, the one I thing is, it, it just they hit were me not, really hard. I loved it. <laughs> uh, I don't I don't want to take away any of the enjoyment you had. I have one. I haven't seen it, so I'm not yeah. one to say. I have a feeling but, if you saw it, I have a feeling if you saw it now and you weren't the starry eyed. 12 year old kid who saw it with his grandparents hmm. near Christmas, then yeah, it's going to hit differently. Okay. Way differently. I'm, well, then it's not, so that's not the movie hitting, that's the I situation. I feel like the hitting. movie, it's I nostalgic. saw the. 
Yeah. The, okay. I saw the movie after I saw my brother's production of Lamez. And they performed it I at liked your high my sc- brother's. High yeah, it was at a high, high school, sc- but it yeah. was so good. They had a turning set and everything. I know. It was so good. I saw it. But I liked my brother's production more than I liked the movie. And I think that deals with. Um, I'm trying to remember the people in the tavern. The, that just deals with being the trash. Two parents, I mean, the ABC Ebony, Cafe. Ebony's parents. Mm-hmm. The I did not like yeah. their performance at all in the movie. I thought they were hilarious in the movie. <laughs> I did not like it. They were like, they just sounded weird. I, I think I just like the musical production. And there's like the 25th anniversary filming of it the where they're like joking around, it, yeah. and it's more. I felt like the movie of that performance felt more slow. And I didn't have as much fun with it compared to, like, the musical that I saw my brother in and, like, the 25th anniversary, like, rendition of it. Mm. Like, yeah, yeah, that's where I, that's where I'm going with it is just, like, the 25th anniversary, which I, that's, like, my favorite version of the Les Mis soundtrack. I've heard some of the soundtrack. I don't, I think I saw the high school version you're talking about but i barely remember it uh i've never really had much experience much of an experience with lame is i think when i saw it, i was like it's all right uh yeah cream's favorite musical is phantom of the opera <laughs> i haven't seen that either my, my, don't watch I, I the love, movie that one legitimately is terrible i love music of the night but uh, yeah. the one thing i actually wanted well, to mention dude, from i the watched video, that movie with my grandma and grandpa before he went out back out to Chicago, dude, I, I, I gotta say, that movie hit for me. Yeah. I'm being very facetious, it did not. This, this okay. is gonna, <laughs> this yeah. is gonna sound really lame, but one of my most, like, favorite musicals of all the time is Legally Blonde. The musical. <laughs> Legally Blonde? You know, Legally you Blonde, the musical, it is so much fun. It is, it is fun. so much fun, trust me. Like... You laugh so much in it, and I've seen the movie and um, the musical, and I like the musical way more because it has more depth and character development, and like things make sense. But there's this one point of the musical where I literally almost start crying because, like, you I don't know. Have you guys seen Legally Blonde? It's been um, a while. It's been a while. So no, there's a part of it where she gets, she's worked up, so she's went to harvard law because she wanted to get back warner her boyfriend who dumped her because he's like well you're dumb i'm not gonna marry you and so she's just like you know what i can be smart and then she like gets a 179 and lsat which is like 99.9 percentile so like all woods is really smart but she like learns and gets like grows as a person and actually learns to have like self-worth and like decides like no i'm not in it for warner i actually like this as a person and i like being smart and actually having a life and she gets this um internship and the guy gave her the internship just because he wanted to like give her a position and have her sleep with him and so it made her think oh. that she didn't actually deserve it, that she was just pretty. And like, she has a whole mental breakdown. And there's one point where her voice cracks and where she's like, says, Some girls were just meant to smile. And like, is about to that. And I'm like, Oh my gosh. That I'm gonna cry. Like, that's it hit different. It hit different. Okay. I was like, 
damn, you worked for years and like you just got sexually assaulted. It's not okay. This is no, not I, okay. Yeah. That's that's really like a truly like a that's I, I understand that does sound like a really serious issue. If I was really emotionally vested to the character, like I understand that. And it yeah. speaks to the culture is what happened. And like she worked so hard yeah. and then she was like, Some girls are just meant to smile and I'm like ah. <laughs> that was me going. <laughs> I don't want to laugh at it because it's a very sad scene, but it's like <laughs> I mean I didn't I did not get that uh, emotional investment from the movie when you it's also because we're guys I mean, we're legally blonde yeah yeah the movie isn't as emotionally investing compared to like the musical the musical i will i remember it being say funny. it's 10 times better it's really funny it's a fun time like if you want a musical that you're like man i'm just here to have a good time i would suggest that you do at Hold one up. point go i hate everything mm-hmm. stop it there's a great video by like that part uh, legal legal i believe <laughs> On the on the legal accuracy of Legally, Legally Blonde. Blonde. That's hilarious. I love it. <laughs> also, I want to get back to the, the video Hamilton. on Les Mis. Uh, oh. the, the one main thing I wanted to mention was the thing that you might not, uh, might not have noticed, even if you've seen the behind the scenes, if you don't know enough okay, about how singers, uh, how Broadway singers uh, perform and stuff. So basically... You need to be constantly hydrated. If you're not hydrated, your voice will tear tear itself apart, basically. And um, like what Hugh Jackman did to get uh, to get looking like that as he did for the movie was starve himself of water so that he could get the the muscles so that he could look like uh, he was basically starved starved of food and water because that's what they looked like at the time. Mm-hmm. And well. That's great. It's probably unhealthy, but it'll get you the look for the movie. But it's really, really damaging to your voice. And he could have had, like, especially with the constant takes they were doing, he could have had some serious permanent damage. And that his was one voice, of the big points. His voice of the video. was still good when he was doing all of that. Well, <laughs> um, when well, at least to me, there was one performance in that film. Like again, it's my favorite movie. But that doesn't mean you have criticisms of your favorite things. <laughs> so I do recognize at, at this point, it's practically a guilty pleasure. <laughs> it's, yeah, it has to grow on you eventually. I, it just hits me at, an, on such an emotional level, specifically because of my background, oh. uh, my uh, religious oh. beliefs. That It's pretty uh, entangled with this film. And... Yeah. Um, I like Hugh Jackman's voice some of the, m- most of the time, except for one song that he did. Where then I went, when I first, at first I thought it was good, and then I heard the actual mm-hmm. singers from the actual musical sing it on the cast album, and I went, "Oh no!" That's quite Jack, what did you do? I was watching the miss, and my face was purely it charged. Was then I went such straight a to night hell and day thing. difference. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, yeah, like I said, it's. Um, and also I went to a Christian school, so I had to see this movie a lot more, a lot more times. And Mm. it's, um, and I, it it made me love it even more. It was one of the films that helped restore my faith. Yeah, it, it was when I saw Les Mis for the first time, 2012, I was young, it's pretty, uh, I 
I was starting to lose uh, my faith, and then I saw this movie, and it immediately Logan? Okay. recharged my batteries. It got me inspired. Hmm. And then I was starting to lose it again towards the very end of, uh, of high school, and then I watched Helsing, <laughs> and then that lifted me up again. And yeah, cool. I was about to say. Yeah. a lot of my of Helsing, mm-hmm. Van Van Helsing, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Oh God. Oh God, not you that that. But can okay, this is just a, I love Hugh Jackman so much. Okay, as He's an great. actor, he well, is that, literally mm. my favorite actor of all time. Um, yeah. This could be because he literally is very pure in the sense of. He hasn't cheated on anybody. He just has a good life with his wife and his adopted children. I'm like, nice you, Jackman. Well, I mean, kind of sleeper, though. You're chill. It's and then good. you're like, oh, you're just doing X-Men? That's pretty cool. You're doing some musical things? Thanks, you, Jackman. You're the best Helsing, live-action Helsing character? I agree, Hugh Jackman. I mean, I don't know enough about him. I appreciate him uh, apparently being a very pure person, but I feel like not cheating on anybody is a very low bar. Okay, okay for the Hollywood, think about this. Hollywood. Oh my he's goodness. Hollywood. He's never in tabloids, and it's literally the only time he's in tabloids <laughs> is as if he's working oh, in something. Hmm. And they're like, oh, he's starring in this role. That's the only time he's on tabloids. He's very, like, <laughs> Do you know profile. the first movie I saw Hugh Jackman in? What? Uh, Mine was Van first, Helsing. No, it wasn't Helsing. The first Hugh Jackman film I ever saw was Flushed yeah. Away. <laughs> <laughs> That's the first time I ever heard of a Hugh Jackman. And, the man fully known as Mouse Cop. Yeah, and I don't know. I, I really liked that. was my first Hugh Jackman. I had no idea he was an X-Men because I wasn't allowed to watch superhero films growing up. Unless your name is Superman, aka the, the original one from the 70s. And um, yeah. after that, also it was a pretty, yeah, you know, it was pretty I decent. Like, Miz, honestly, um, I went. Wait, you, you could probably give it a rewatch some other time. I know that name. Maybe not just <laughs> next time. Segment, segment. He sings. I, I would he say it would be good to watch. It's well, it's very nice um, anime movie. Um, um, very good plot and very good morals. The fact that you so. know him, you're like, ah, you're famous because you were in Flushed Away. Like that's just. <laughs> I didn't even know he was in Flushed Away. That he's the, he's the main guy. Know. He's the main character. He's Roddy the Rat. The having the mouse thing. When I'm the no longer going to call him Hugh Jackman. Play. He is now, to me, the man who was in Flushed Just Away. <laughs> Flushed Away is an, overlooked, is an overlooked British animated film classic. I do remember I that. I remember it. it, it was... I, I don't remember. I can't say whether it was good enough based, based on my memories, because uh, one, I was young. Two, I have terrible memory. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> so anyway, uh, oh. Hamilton, the focus of this music, music <laughs> segment, or movie segment, uh, I'd like to thank uh, Disney Plus for giving me the opportunity to watch this. Uh, it's the most amazing slideshow presentation I've ever seen. Oh my gosh, oh God. lagging. <laughs> Disney Plus is a terrible service. It, I had no it, problems watching it. it That's it, your internet. <laughs> okay. My family was watching Hamilton last night. I came in to our house and I came into the blasting sound of Hamilton. It's like watching the and original. My sister went to go on Disney Plus Ooh. to watch something else. I think she, she like, was watching another movie and she went to start it 
And literally what happened was downstairs Disney Plus completely froze on Hamilton. (laughs) And Nicole was like, well, and then Disney Plus sent an error to her screen saying, there's some streaming issues right here. (laughs) And then today when I was watching Cream, there was such a lag behind it to the fact like one, it didn't flow properly. So that could have like diminished our view of it. And then like the mouths were so out of sync that it oh, drove no. me insane. It, it was hilarious. Like they would be out of sync and then they would catch up for a second and then they would slowly get out of sync and it'd be really framing. Like it would be like, okay, here we are. Uh, I don't know if it was um, 30 or 24 frames a second, but it'd be like normal speed and then it'd go down to like 10 frames and it's like, oh, we can catch up now. And then uh, I don't have any problems with any other streaming service. Well, yeah, we have a problem with Hulu when it's when we're streaming it on our TV. I don't know if that's a TV hardware issue, but it's not a problem on like the laptop. Mm -hmm. And I made sure to watch this on a laptop. It was plugged in. There was no power issues. It's a powerful enough laptop to run Disney Plus. (laughs) So I I hope nobody else has to deal with the issue. I hope it's just a me thing, but I think it's just a you thing. Disney Plus has been a terrible experience. No, for actually, me. it's not just an us thing because um, I had it in college. I was hanging out with a group of yeah. friends, and we also, couldn't even. We wanted to watch. We don't want to be on Disney the wrong Plus, side of Disney. We couldn't even get Disney Plus to load, Oof. and this was off of lit- like our college Wi-Fi, which yeah. was super speed. It's way faster than any other Wi-Fi I've ever had. Like mm-hmm. it's a super speed Wi-Fi there. And Disney Plus was like, nah, man, we're not going to load properly. Yikes. So I've had an issue with Disney Plus on like that with loading. In the I, guess I'm, I guess I'm lucky. I've had zero issues with Disney Plus. That's awesome. I think it's, I think it's a pretty lucky. good service. I think it's a pretty good service as a Disney fan. <laughs> wow. I, I'm okay with giving the mouse more of my money. <laughs> as like as a not Disney fan who despises giving Disney any money, uh, it's an awful service and you should not buy it. No! <laughs> I mean, I'm a Disney fan, but I do understand that they've done things which are kind of yikes, like, you know, reopening right now. So. Yeah, that's that that's kind of scummy. Kinda I don't like that. Scummy, but I, I don't like that. But I don't know. D- Disney has pretty much taken my childhood hostage, and I can't get yeah. it back. I can't exactly. get it back. So I, that that I mean, that's I'm, why they're literally stitched to my stitched to my body. You know, like SpongeBob going because you and me we're like brothers. Closer. <laughs> that's like Disney and me. <laughs> it's like this thing. I, I am thankful to not have uh, my childhood strangled by Disney. Well, well I was never. It's, it's kind of like strangled like, with strangled. Yes, it's yeah. like strangled with, the, with those brain. really Let's fluffy see. cartoon gloves, love. or they're that's made of cotton candy, so you can't help but go. Mm, Cause, yes, because Disney, Disney has Disney. all the no, money, no, no. and they're the ones who are keeping all of the stuff in mm. uh, not the public oh, domain. Really? They're yeah. keeping it for their own business they ideas. Are. Yep. The Mickey Mouse copyright law. It even has their freaking mouse on it. Anyway, before we all get <laughs> negative <laughs> Nelly about everything, um, <laughs> Hamilton okay. was good. I liked Pretty it. Pretty good. I, was. I liked it. Had a good time. Fun movie. Uh, I'm, I'm done with Pretty movies sure. for a while now. That, this is th- almost three hours. I, was, I could barely get up. 
I was so dizzy after it. Can, can we watch a Studio Ghibli? Pacing <laughs> in a week fly. My Maybe. suggestion. I am. I'm honestly worn out on movies. Movies are not my preferred form of entertainment. Okay, let's watch. Um, well, we mm. have to do this movie segment. Well, that's a good one. <laughs> oh, that no. really is a good one. I, I, I Up yeah. next on the movie segment, uh, what are we going for? Let's do something familiar and easy to talk about. Although one that I have yet to see. Um, Spirited Away. Spirited oh, Away. Wow. I, have I haven't seen, seen Spirited that one? Away. Um, the the critically acclaimed Ghibli films that I've seen, I've seen Howl's Moving Castle. Uh, I have issues with Howl's Moving Castle. Um, Is that because you read the book? No, it's because I. Uh, it, uh, <clears throat> next time. <clears throat> next time. Okay, I, I've I've seen I've read the book and watched the movie. I haven't read the book, but. If you guys want to do Hell's Moving Castle instead, I don't mind watching it again, <laughs> even though I have issues, I have massive issues with Hell's Moving Castle. But um, I haven't seen Spirited Away, although my favorite Ghibli film is The Wind Rises. Sir, no. That's my favorite. Oh, no. <laughs> it's, no. It's Ghibli debate time no, over here. No, 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 no. Sir, every, every minute of that movie, they're like, they look off to the distance and they're like, the wind rises. Oh, I love that movie. It, so it's can't. so beautiful. It's okay. Aesthetically, animation-wise, it's beautiful. The message is beautiful. I love the history. Literally, okay. Visually, it's beautiful. I agree with that. Animation. I was looking at the cobblestones, and I was like, "Wow, cobblestones." Yes, I love it. Love My cobblestone. God. But cobblestones. The pacing of that movie is very off. I liked how slow it was. <laughs> no, it went from like slow where you're like, this movie is so long to I'm you want to go real speed now. I have tuberculosis. I'm I am okay. dying. I love you. And I was hey, like, what don't is spoil it for the children. <laughs> <laughs> don't spoil it, it for the children. Someone gets TB. Mm. That's oh, everything. It was the that time. Honestly, I don't worked. care being spoiled because my my belief is if there's a story that uh, it's ruined when you get spoiled. It's not a good story. Yeah. Oh, not really? to discount okay. how not to discount the element of surprise that can enhance a story. But if it doesn't oh, work without the or... element of surprise, one, it has no rewatchability. Two, it's it's just okay. not a good story in the first yeah. place because it relies yeah, on too you. heavily on surprise. Well, it wasn't. Is it really a surprise? It's I just have... the drama. I um, own a. <laughs> That's just my thoughts on spoilers in general, not I, specifically oh, okay. to the movie. To me, I own a Studio Ghibli back. collection set, so I've seen a lot of it. I've written papers on Studio Ghibli, multiple papers, <laughs> like an over eleven-page paper on Studio Ghibli about environmentalism. Oh, God. <laughs> We've got the Ghibli master <laughs> here. Like, also, um, cream, I, I cream. literally was like, man, if I ever get a tattoo. It's gonna be Studio Ghibli. <laughs> and, it was about um, Princess Mononoke, was it? What Princess Mononoke wasn't my first one. No, I mean um, I environmentalism. Environmental. Oh, there's Nasuka Valley of the Wind. Spirited Away deals with environmentalism. There's a lot of them. Um, Castle in the Sky. Well, that's now called Lapita. Is environmentalism. Almost all of them have themes of environmentalism. Somewhat slipped in them. On you. Studio Ghibli is very high on like morality, yeah, and pacifism. stuff like that. Anyone wants to borrow it? I, like I said, I have the box. I need to grow collection. my Ghibli collection because I'm not getting an HBO Max subscription. <laughs> okay, all right. So, what Ghibli film should we watch for the movie segment? I guess 
uh, Cream doesn't have to participate because he's burned out on films. I am burned down on films, but uh, I have seen both uh, Spirited Away and Havel's Moving Castle, so can I can talk about those, whichever one we... C- country Roads? <laughs> country Roads! <laughs> take, take me home! home. <laughs> to the place uh, where I belong! Okay, one of my most favorite Studio Ghibli movies... Is Country Roads. Is Country Roads, <laughs> and it's called Whisper of the Heart, and the theme of that movie is the song Country Roads, and it appears like three or four times in that movie. And I'm like, Hayao Miyazaki, I did not know that you were this much of a fan of Take Me Home, Country Roads, but I appreciate it. There's the Japanese version. They start singing it in the movie. There's a whole theme. They make parodies of the song. The lo-fi girl is in it. <laughs> the lo-fi to girl Google is the whisper of heart it comes from um her but that's like probably like the least whimsical of studio right. ghibli's but like i'm like oh romance oh this is kind of good enough to make you watch Aww. though it's a cute movie country roads <laughs> recommended so should this be the one we'd watch for the segment? If, if you want we could definitely watch i haven't Spirited seen spirited away, away and that's great. like the the one <laughs> We will go with Spirited Away for this week. For this week, maybe another week we will experience maybe Country Roads, country which roads. causes Cream and I to start <laughs> laughing uh, hysterically. There's actually a, I saw the other day while working a Blu-ray version of Whisper of the Heart in Walmart, mm. and I was like, sir, why are you here? <laughs> and also there was like a Spirited Away, I think, in Walmart too. Mm. Walmart mm. says sell Studio Ghibli. They support them. Mm-hmm. Awesome. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so next segment but, we're doing Spirited mm-hmm. Away. Yeah. Up next awesome. on movies. I finally have a reason to watch it. <laughs> finally. Finally have an Please incentive do. to watch it. Okay. We, we will rewatch Ghibli it. Ghibli does make good movies. I love them. I love so, Ghibli. Uh, sliding into the music segment, uh, surprisingly, we did not talk about this despite it, Hamilton being a musical. How is the music of Hamilton? It's really good. I like it. I like the rapping. It's good. That's really good. I wish I could hear a little bit more of the first act. We already discussed that. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like how they formed their discussion points when they were mm. like the rap oh, battle. Oh, yeah. The rap battle <laughs> in the cabinet. When uh, Hamilton is dissing Jefferson. Those were some of my favorite parts. Yeah, it He's was cabinet meetings. And I'm like, person. wow, they just said these cabinet meetings are going to be rap battles now. Mm hmm. Some of those, uh, the low piano hit bass lines, those really struck me. I love those. The mm. beats are groovy. The, um, the raps, I'd say, are less, uh, less what you'd find on the radio, but I like the uniqueness, and it's definitely more conducive to telling a story. Apparently, um, there's a lot of a references. Form. There's a lot of references in 90s hip-hop and stuff like that. In, I can uh, see that. Yeah, like specifically the Ten Commandments of a duel. Apparently, that's hmm. a reference to a uh, a Biggie Small song, a B- huh. notorious B.I.G. song. That's cool. I didn't know that. Yeah, there's a lot of. I also saw there's a D.M.X. reference on hidden in there. Yeah, a lot of people really commented how well hmm. Lin Manuel Miranda knows his hip hop. Yeah. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. But anyway, we've been on. Uh, we've in yep. theory, been uh, on the Hamilton subject for about 40 minutes. So 
Uh, next part of our music segment, Onions got a nice mini album review for us. Awesome. So, last podcast, we were talking a bit about Jared Leto and his 30 Seconds to Mars smiley super cult for super fans. I don't know the name of it, but it's uh, it's the super super fun super cult for super fans. And I listened I listened to a bit of his album, uh, America, which is the latest album by Thirty Seconds to Mars. And keep in mind, Thirty Seconds to Mars initially was like a space rock, progressive alternative rock group, <laughs> kind of like Muse or Angels and Airwaves. So, um. It's supposed to be a bit more heady, a bit more, um, I guess, theatrical and sci-fi themed. Uh, oh. I mean, the name 30 okay. Seconds to Mars. But the, this album decided to go complete electropop on us. Mm. And uh, mm. I, I didn't get to listen to the whole thing you before this podcast because I was running out of time and I had things to do in my... Uh, actual life because i have far more better things to do to listen to jared leto's <laughs> electro pop clash album but i'm going to review some tracks for you so um the album art first off is is a little interesting because he had a like a viral marketing campaign who listens to the 30 seconds to mars i don't know anyone who does but um he had a viral marketing campaign where you make the album cover where it's just you enter text into uh, a website and then it generates the album art for you and with a random color. And some people have written really goofy stuff and, what, and whatnot. And uh, a lot of them a bit too dirty to be told on, to be said on the podcast. So I'll just omit that and just say, go take a look yourself. And um, <clears throat> it's a pretty lazy album of cover. Pretty lazy album cover. It doesn't really prepare you what's in store for you. And what's in store for you is a lot of compression. Really loud. It's really loud. And really annoying production choices. So Sounds the awesome. First, yeah, so the first, <laughs> yeah. So the first track <laughs> is called a Walk on Water. Um, no, it's not an Eminem. It's not a cover of an Eminem song. I'm sorry. I'd rather be listening to Eminem, honestly. And um, with this, uh, with this out, with the first song, the production is so blown out, and uh, there's a lot of of the millennial whoop. If you've ever heard of the millennial whoop, it's like a bunch of. Uh, if you've noticed in a lot of electro pop or millennial pop, like. Uh, Bands I like, like Twenty One Pilots. There's a lot of whoa, whoa, yeah. that's yeah. called the millennial whoop. It's such a cliche, and this album has so much of that. So it goes. The chorus is oh, oh, do you believe that you can walk on water? And it's, I mean, it's catchy, but the thing that really turns me off is that everything sounds so loud and irritating it's like the drums are clashing with everything there's like this high-pitched uh hi-hat all over the mix and it just sounds awful way too blown Hmm. out sounding um on the second track there's more millennial whoops 
oh type stuff and <laughs> there's and then i wrote down here on my notes says there's a ton of autotune which i mean jared leto's voice is okay i mean he does a far better uh kurt cobain if you've seen him play uh uh do like this kurt cobain tribute thing he posted on youtube which is really good if they ever do like a movie about nirvana then they better pick him because he did a good job with it and the instrumental for dangerous night sounds a lot like a Katy perry song which i mean i like Katy perry but i mean i like her instrumental choices especially on her earlier albums but uh it just it just sounds way too again it sounds like it's it wants to be played on the radio so bad and it was produced by Zed. So uh, make of that what you will. Um, and then the third song sounded the most Zed. It was called Rescue Me. There's uh, trap snares and snap beats. And um, one of the a lyric in the song is, I'm the king of pain. Which, Ooh, that, that got me. That, that got me a bit. <laughs> that, that got me laughing. And... There's a lot of synthesized like vocoder vocals, not in like a tasteful Daft Punk kind of way, but in like a really annoying, we have to be weird because it's electro pop kind of way. And then the fourth track is uh, One Track Mind featuring ASAP Rocky, uh, rapper ASAP Rocky. And um, for some reason, again, there's some weird production choices. (laughs) It's a really sleepy track. It's like, Kind of like ambient-ish, okay. but it's it sounds like it wants to be meaningful again. It's almost it's almost as if Thirty yeah. Seconds to Mars predicted Billie Eilish By the way, before she was popular. Cutting out, and and then Billie Eilish came out and said, "Hey, I heard about this Jared Leto Thirty Seconds to Mars guy. I'm gonna show him. I'm gonna show him how how to really do this stuff." And blew every, and then she blew everyone's minds. Whereas this sounded like, ugh, it sounded like garbage. And um, yeah, for some reason there's some <laughs> descending vocals in here, and that's the only part of the song that sounds like it was auto tuned. That's really hmm. weird, at least to me. And more trap snares. Um, sounds interesting. Has very whispery synth sounds, and there's this ear piercing synth whistle I mean, thing going on in the guy. drop so uh yeah i don't know there's like this i mean weird... i've never been a big fan of trap snares and such but um i can dig them in some songs when they got funky rhythms yeah it's, i don't it's know not, it's not i might have to check song. it out to see how i feel but it uh it sounds more manufactured than i keep thinking that the king of pain lyric sounds like a wrestling Oh, God. King of Pain. I can't stop thinking about it. Like, oh my goodness! Because you said it, and I was just like, "Man, wrestling." Oh, he yeah. wish he could. Be <laughs> I just was like played. imagining it, but then like Jared Leto. Yeah. So then <laughs> there's a drop on this song, and it was really annoying—a really annoying drop where it goes <laughs> whispery synth sounds, and there's this. Jared Leto curse you with the yeah no Jared Leto has uh, came to the party I think Discord has cursed us Discord or the curse of Jared Leto because you were shunning his name oh no he's coming he is the king of pain 
He's the king of causing everyone else pain. Exactly. All right, I'm back. All right. All right, there we go. <laughs> Internet died. Sorry, guys. Okay, back on my train of thought. My audacity saved that all. Um, back on my train of thought. There's like this whispering synth thing in the in the drop, and it sounds awful. Really ear, really ear piercing. I have no idea why he did that. And ASAP Rocky's on it. Make of it what you will. I'm not. Uh, I'm not too familiar with ASAP Rocky's material. He's a rapper, and there's a guitar solo. Just to remind you, hey, we used to be a rock band. Mm-hmm. And then there's a instrumental track called Monolith next, and that's where I stopped because I ran out of time. I would listen to the whole thing just to see if I could endure any more of it, but. Uh, <laughs> I feel like I'm just going to listen to the rest of it for the next podcast, but oh, that was hard. In conclusion, it's a really not bad album. fun to listen to. Really bad album. Maybe, maybe, maybe Cream will like it. I don't know. I like, I a, I, I'm mostly into the weirder side of electronic music, like Aphex Twin and Square Pusher. Mm-hmm. Even though I do like a lot, a lot of EDM, I like Porter Robinson. I like Skrillex. Yeah. I like Zed. I like mm-hmm. um, I like I like Maddion, but yeah. ugh, this guy just seems like he's it, th- this just seems like a massive ego trip, hmm. like Kanye level ego trip, and knowing what Kanye West has done this week, that's that's a really really high <laughs> ego trip. <laughs> Kanye West ascension cult. Oh my goodness, that's what it's called ascension cult. So. There you go. That's 30 Seconds to Mars is America. Unless you uh, have a high tolerance for high-pitched synthesizers and uh, pandering and over-compression, then go check it out. I don't know. I might, I might check it out just for discussion on the next podcast. Yeah. I'm an electro-pop guy uh, some of the time, but I don't know. Sounds pretty manufactured, and that can get on my nerves. Yeah. Mm. But, you know, sometimes it's just good to let go, try to enjoy the music. So, review in progress. So, but right (laughs) now, I'm probably... Yeah, I'll write a full review on Rate Your Music or something. Mm Mm-hmm. Once I listen to the whole thing. All right. Uh, I guess we'll we'll slip into the game section. I had a couple things I wanted to talk about. So there's... We mentioned it a little bit last time. Sonic RoboBlast 2 Kart. I know, amazing name. Everybody loves the name of this game. Mm-hmm. Da, da, oh, what a game. Oh, yeah. Um, I have some personal gripes with that game. <laughs> so. I forced, I forced Sour to play it a little bit. It didn't uh, force me to play it. I willingly played it, and now I'm like... <sighs> Thank God I was busy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So. Although it's a Game, problem. concept, it's cool. It's fun. And honestly, it's better than Sonic Team Racing, even, even though I have, I personally hate that game to the core, because the, the physics, man. Oh, the physics are great. They suck. Okay, so no, I'm going to first, the- I'm going to first talk about the, the mods. So uh, I couldn't really find okay. much history on this game. It seems to have started development <laughs> around 2017. And it released around 2019, sometime in 2019. Uh, but 
uh, there's a huge community because of the Sonic Roboblast 2 community. There's tons and tons of mods for this mod of Sonic Roboblast 2, which is a mod of Doom Legacy, which is a modded version of Doom. It's Modception over here. But there's so many characters, there's so many modded tracks. I love it. I, I always use the, the 3D models mod. That's, that's what those are really cool. But uh, I can see why uh, it frustrates Sour. But man, I legitimately like this game more than Mario Kart. I think it's genuinely better. Right. Uh, there's, a, there's a reason there's a what? bunch of people on YouTube being like, I really like this game. This is probably one of my favorite racers. Because... Uh, Is it my turn yet? On the, there's the whole drifting thing, which I think what, is what annoys Sour the most. So when you yeah. drift, you don't make tighter turns. You actually make much wider turns, which I think is a much better risk-reward sort of thing because you get boosts from the drift. So you're not just turning around every corner with a drift and you get the bonus of a tighter turn and a boost. Uh, but also the... While it's it can be it can be slippery at first and hard to deal with, I just think it's so much it's so much more fun than at least the recent Mario Karts. I haven't played some of the older Mario Karts, but um, I really love it. I genuinely love this game. No, that that's fine. All right. So my gripes with the game, the physics, the like icy physics, like, yes, I was saying you're saying that it was kind of a learning curve. But like for me, it's just absolutely just absolutely unbearable. It's like especially online when it's just server lag or like it's just any server for me, which I don't know if that's like my Internet, because sometimes I'm even Ethernet in. So it might just be like like whoever's hosting it. But it's oh, the physics are so terrible. I can't get behind this game because of its horrible physics. It's like driving on ice constantly. And yes, I do like the like the art style of the game and like the like customization of the mods and stuff. Like if we get a lot more liberty with that than Mario Kart and other things like that. But it just it's not a truly great racer. It might be because I'm used to like more realistic racers and Mario Kart stuff like that. But like it's just it's just not <laughs> I just can't. I was trying to grind it. So after me and Sour, I mean, sorry, me and Cream play. No, I didn't play on myself. Um, it was uh, interesting to say the least. Because after that, I was I was getting real upset. He knew it. He's like, "All right, I'm calling night." And I was like, "Bet I'm just going to keep practicing. I get better." I stayed up that whole <clears throat> night trying to play that game. I couldn't, man. I, it, <laughs> it, it broke me. So. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. The physics are so bad. The glitchiness and the like. I just kept running into bugs and the items that just like they're just absolutely game. I'm not sure what sort of bugs you ran into. The only glitches I've ever run into are vi entirely visual, and that's because pretty much of the limitations of the Doom engine. Uh, I didn't run into any visual bugs. I was simply like, I was, um, all right. I was getting clipped through the world on this one track. I can't remember the name of, but like, I was already at a frustrated point. So it probably just hit me a little bit. It's like, Ooh, yeah. This hmm. joke. Um, just a sort of a win, man. It was, it was, it was rough. I can't, I, I, can't. Game. I know you do. And you gave yourself the, really bad responses. I just have a very personal <laughs> vendetta against that game. I'd and say the drifting physics. may feel like you're on ice, but the 
the turning can be pretty tight. Uh, I don't know. Unless- Mario Kart is literally the only racer I like. I can't stand Forza. I can't do drift. Uh, dirt, sorry. It's called dirt. I can't do Gran Turismo. Load sim no, racing? Only Mario Kart. Yeah. You might maybe, like that game. The, the maybe. I would rush. recommend SRB2 Kart. It's, mm. it's similar to Mario Kart. I find it, I find it better. Uh, no. Than at least the, the two games I've played the most are Mario Kart 8 and Mario Kart Wii. It's definitely better than those games. Uh, I, love Mario I don't Kart. have as much memories with like Double Dash 64 or the SNES version. I've played Mario Kart so 64. So I can't definitively say. But. I've played Mario Kart 64. I've played Mario Kart Double Dash. I've played, Super, I've played all the Mario Kart games. Plays more like those <laughs> Except games. for Mario Kart Go. Mario Kart World Tour. Oh. Well, it plays I will definitely. I have not played Mario Kart Tour. I will not play that. But um, I, I will not. Never. Ever. 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 But. Yeah, if it's if you say it's better than Mario Kart, I'm gonna I'm I'm squinting my eyes just a bit. I highly recommend it. Okay, Uh, I'd say maybe I'll join you next time. Maybe it's above. I'd say the the ranking for the racers that I play the most. There's at the bottom Sonic Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing, the first one. Then above that is the the Mario Karts I've played. Then I would debate between. SRB2 Kart and um, Sonic, Sonic All Stars Racing. Racing Transformed. Sonic All Stars Racing, Racing Transformed, I feel, is much more of a skill based game. It's more of a racer than any. Like, Sonic All Stars Racing, really the Mario Kart games, and SRB2 Kart are all much more party games than racers. They're, it's the same way that people treat Smash like it's a fighting game, but really it's a party game. Yeah. Uh, it's. I'd say it's like that for those for those kart racers, whereas um, Sonic All Stars Racing Transformed is more on the edge of being a racing game, and so that's why I'm I'm between those two for which I'd like more. All right, I'll try it. But I might have to try more racers sometime. Is there multiplayer? Yes, yes. there is. There's a huge is multiplayer scene. Is it online yeah. or is it? Yes. Yeah, online, online oh, and cool. uh, online and offline. Does it use Androidum or something to connect? Which is a Doom port for multiplayer? I don't it know. They have thing? some sort of uh, master server Wango. that you can connect to oh, okay. um, where they host everything. Oh, okay. But I highly recommend it. Uh, Sour obviously doesn't. Onion has not tried it yet. I'll try it. I'll be the judge because I'm the Mario We might Kart talk, about, talk about it a little more um, the only thing next time. I can comment on it is the characterizations of it. At one point, you can play as a character... Crash Bandicoot. Oh my goodness! And change the colors of them, and there is one point where Cream changed the color and have to go across Crash Bandicoot, and he looked like the creepy raisin people from like, <laughs> you know, the raisin company. Oh uh, yeah, the the weird California raisin, the Californian raisins. He looked like that, oh and I got very scared. <laughs> <laughs> that's the, my only like comment on it. If it's I can just, play I like, as that's all your experience. My only experience is like it made Crash Bandicoot look like the California Raisin Man. Yeah, that mod. one was one of the mods. He's not in the game by default. If I can play as Mario with a mod, then I bet that that exists. Then I have you a can. feeling it's going to adjust my eyes and make me go, "I'm playing Mario Kart." <laughs> <laughs> they do actually have uh, like Mario five mod, different yeah. tracks from the SNES Mario Kart. Oh, cool. Uh, as and much Sonic as I Art. hate playing uh, the SNES Rainbow Road 
on multiplayer, it's really fun for like time attack where you can have hit you those crazy ori- shortcuts. I don't think you have, but have you played the original Nintendo 64 Rainbow Road? Uh, that's not the original. The original was SNES, but uh, no, I mean the original. I don't. The, I mean I there, there was a remake it on of an it. emulator sometime. There was a remake oh, re- of it for Mario. I've Kart played the remake of it eight. Um, on eight. That is, I may have version. played it. I That's may have played version. the original 64 version. I I remember it's very. I don't remember if I actually played it, but I know it's very long and grueling. I love how long it is, and I love Toad's, yeah. tur- Toad's Turnpike. That is the most chaotic Mario Kart level next to Baby yeah. Park ever. <laughs> Toad's Turnpike and Baby Park are, can be a fun time. What about Yoshi yeah. Valley? I think the, especially the, the main N64 thing version. is. The main thing is you got to treat them like party games and just let it go. It does not yeah. matter if you win. It's a game. Just have fun. Awesome. That's how games should be. Mm-hmm. So we're, uh, we're getting a bit tight on time here. So mm-hmm. uh, I think we'll just skip our discussion section. I'll go quickly over Sonic 2 Special Edition. This isn't really a game per se, but I recommend you watch it. Uh, it's a... It's a let's play. It's on it's been archived because I think it got taken down from YouTube. But um if you can find it, Sonic 2 Special Edition is like this full crazy weird let's play parody sort of thing where they just made up a version of Sonic 2. It's very funny. They have they even have like a full they put some production value into it if only as much as you would have in the early YouTube days, but they have like a full acapella cover of the ending theme of Sonic 2 to end off the Let's Play, stuff like that. It's really cool. I recommend checking it out. It's funny. Mm. It's very funny. Cool. As opposed to cool. But yeah. So we'll uh, go ahead and end off with some beautiful poetry. We've done acrostics for this week. I've never written an acrostic in my life until now. Wait, Same. you weren't forced to do it in elementary school? Never. I yeah. was forced to do it all the time in elementary school. We only wrote in cross. Wait a minute, is it? Did you have to do like on someone's birthday? You had to write a nice poem about them and draw a picture? Where it was no, like, you write the, their name the, and. Like, we would do a cross sex, like, for example, for the word snow or like snowman or Thanksgiving. Or yeah. And stuff. Yep, never had to do any of that. Oh, okay. Well, I I forget that like I don't did not go to the same elementary school as you guys. Mm-hmm. No, I'd, I my uh, yeah. my elementary school was pretty cool. Um, we really, did not have I to was do called Cool Springs. So, uh, I don't I don't know that it was cooler than uh... we were penguins. <laughs> we were penguins. Okay, you're you have you're literally have a. I mean, in a more literal sense, you have cool, but in, in a figurative name. sense. In the name. In the name. It's, it's, it's in we the name. We were emperors. Emperor penguins. Well, we can kill you. We were tornadoes. <laughs> Wipe all the penguins tornadoes? out with a massive tornado. You know what? Destruction. We're still cooler than you guys. <laughs> we probably Sorry, are. just factually incorrect. Cool but anyway. I mean... Look at think of where geographically we're, we're placed. 
Yes, you're you're trying to make uh you're trying to make win you're trying to win by technicality based on other definitions of cool. We're talking about the definition of cool that uh was based on oh what was it? The definition of cool that's stuck around for being like a cool person or being <clears throat> hip or with it. I mean, we as the kids in the nineties would as say as a fifth grade thing that came from like a that came from like the cool breeze in a jazz club. I mean, we did the whole where we did the kind of the battle against other grades and classes. Like at one time when I was in fifth grade, we did the ugly song where we like called them ugly and we did the whole U-G-L-Y, you ain't got no alibi, you're ugly. You ugly. And we did that <laughs> to other grades. We literally just said, you want to go? That's mean. I don't even That's know. That's not constructive. <laughs> what kind of elementary school does that? <laughs> yeah. But so while we're, we're we over here the, doing the thriller dance in the hallways. We did the thriller dance. We had um whole Halloween um bat we played the game Ghost where we had like entire uh, like moving things in it. That's like funny. if that makes sense, we would use scooters and we would create this whole area amusement thing where we would like hunt each other as ghosts. And then we also had the bowling thing. Did you guys have bowling? I remember kind doing of, bowling yeah. in like PE, yeah. But did you have the car come? What do you mean a car? We had a bowling truck come. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> I don't remember having that. We also were taught the square dance. And we had um, Dance Dance Revolution come in. Like we actually got the Dance Dance Revolution like giant board thing. That's we had fun. just dance. And we had a, yeah, we, no, we did the Dance Dance Revolution, the Dance Dance Revolution actually, like the arcade game. That's crazy. With the mats. And that was like a whole unit in my elementary school was Dance Dance Revolution. <laughs> awesome. My memory's not strong enough to come up with arguments on the spot, but uh, we can do that next time when You're we actually like, have time for a general discussion segment. Yeah. But now it's time for poetry. All right. Okay. The word is prog for like prog rock or prog metal. Progressive oh. rock. Okay. Progressing rock forward. For rock has been a bit stagnant. Or maybe Prague has been stagnant. Great bands are here, though. Hmm. Hmm. Very nice. I have an epic to save for the end. Oh, snap. All right. Uh, I'll go with mine. This is the... <laughs> I know, very creative. This is the <laughs> word acrostic. A poem. Cool as heck. Running out of ideas. Overthinking. Stuck on a blank page. Too much freedom? Is it too restricting? Care I do not. Alright. So, I shall go next. The word is sour. Ooh. Yeah. Who knew that was coming? Super obvious unscripted responses your boy sour give him um, snaps give him them snaps i did one on hamilton dang it I, that was my on. second one <laughs> <laughs> all right fine YouTube. too topical um hamilton a musical it was long tired as cream overall pretty good nice not going to waste my shot. 
just like my country. Okay. My next one is on the word Leto for Jared Leto. Like him or not, ego is huge. Trap snare, trap snare, ouchie, my little ears. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I only have two because of my lack of creativity. I have two because I got um, this one's rather long. Okay. I guess I'll make up (laughs) for it. All right. This one is. Multiple words. It's sour, cream, and onion. Sour. Overall powerful. Usually talkative. Rad podcaster. Cream. Researcher. Extraordinaire. A podcaster. Movies. Never heard of them. And. Non-existent. Developed by our imaginations. Onion. How neglectful. Never fails to bring up metal is currently running late while I write this. On top of the music scene. Not not a podcaster. Whoa, 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 what? Not, <laughs> I mean, not, not, double, not a podcaster. Double negative. Oh, snap. Way to uh, subvert expectations. That means I am Really one. exercising my creative juices yeah. there. Oh, All right. that's cool. Next. All right. Uh, my word is music. Music. My favorite thing. Usually listen to it daily. Oh, interesting. Cream. Dude, I was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't finish the last part. <laughs> I was like working That's out right me. this second. It's well. me. Well. I was like, Cream's auto engineer. Audio engineer, not auto. <laughs> Just like makes a car. All right, sorry. Next? Uh, that car's gonna produce some sick beats. I was about to say the car's gonna crash. <laughs> <laughs> Owie. Like a crash symbol. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Like oh a my... crash symbol. Oh. Good. Good. Just cut out my audio. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone's next? No, it's there. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. Yeah. Me? Yeah. Oh, okay. This is an epic. So, the word, the the sentence is, wear a frickin' mask. Oh boy. To, this is due to me browsing Reddit uh, this morning. Okay. We are in a crisis. Everyone is in a panic. All hope, though, is not lost. Rethink how you are doing things. Are you wearing a mask? For the love of God, I really hope you are doing that. I can't stress enough. Corona is real. Killing your grandmas. Everyone is vulnerable. Not even your son is safe. Man the mask for mankind. All would be grateful. Suck it up. Keep it going. Very good. Can can I just for that Everyone moment needs to hear this one. here like say a really quick thing of the masks I've seen while working at a Walmart? Oh okay. Oh boy. Real Go. quickly. Okay. Here's the list. Well, there's normal masks, which there's no mask at all. Lots of bandanas, plague mm-hmm. masks. What? I've seen a plague mask. Oh boy. Um, paper towels, <laughs> shirts. Yeah. Like someone twisted their shirt one time to form around their face. Another time, someone lifted their shirt up, exposing their belly. 
Wow. So they weren't wearing a mask, but then as soon as they got close to me, lifted their whole entire shirt up. Um, Halloween masks, where there was a hole in the face, like it was like a scary Halloween mask where you couldn't see the person's face. There was an eye hole, and then there was a hole for the mouth. It defeats the purpose. <laughs> um, <laughs> I have seen a hat worn as a mask. And what I mean by this is I mean the gardening hat flipped on its side where the hat part is over your mouth and the other part is tied to the back of your head. Mm. And then creative. Yes. Yesterday. You know the masks that like you see belly dancers wearing? Yeah. With the beads that are completely sheer. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I saw that. Cool. Like, I could just see the person's whole face, <laughs> and she was shopping, and I was like, what is happening? She's like, it's stopping, like, 94% of the germs. Just rocking that Shantae aesthetic, come on. <laughs> Straight up. Doesn't sound like a very effective mask for the, for the purposes that we're using them for right now, but... She would dance for money. Yeah, you, yeah, your poem just, like, really reminded me of that, and I was just like, can I just... Ending, mm -hmm. that's a list of the masks I've seen. Please wear a mask a uh, during mask. this. Please wear a proper <laughs> mask during this Corona Boys reunion tour. Yes. Uh, yes. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Wear a Thank mask. You. Stay safe. Wear a mask. Yeah. Stay safe. Stay safe. Stay Wash safe. your hands. Take showers. We're just going to keep repeating advice on how to Social stay distance. safe and healthy as we fade out and end the podcast. What, yeah. uh, Don't cough on people. We already mentioned wash your hands. Vacuum the house. Stuff like that. Back yeah. in the house. Great idea. Disinfect. Keep it clean. Cover your, cover your sneeze with your arm. Don't rub Very your good. eyes. Don't touch your face. I feel like everyone's forgotten this one. Take your fingers up your nose. Don't right, attempt you to your elbows. <laughs> We've made it up by the